0: Welcome back to Brazil Crypto Report. For this episode, I'm joined by Jean-Michel Guio on-site at Blockchain Rio. Jean-Michel is head of product for blockchain and digital assets at Dynamo Networks. We discuss how Dynamo provides essential cryptography tools for the Pix payment system and the forthcoming Drex CBDC protocol. Welcome to the Brazil Crypto Report podcast. We're coming to you from Blockchain Festival in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, it's a really awesome event here. Really loving this. It's a great time. I'm here with Jean Michel Guyot of Dynamo Networks.
1: Welcome, Jean Michel. Hey, thanks, everyone. Amazing. Great to have you here. It's great to thank you for the invitation. And thank you for the, the great setup here. Yes. Professional. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Appreciate you being here. So, Let's talk a bit about what uh, your company, Dynamo Networks, is doing in uh, kind of all things related to the central bank and the blockchain ecosystem here in Brazil. Uh, but first, why don't you give us a quick introduction to yourself? Who are you?
1: Professional background. Where do you come from? What is Dynamo Networks? Thanks, Aaron. Um, well, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm French-Brazilian. Okay, so I have both uh, nationalities. I, I did all my scholarships in, in France. And at some point I wanted to come back here to Brazil. So I did several uh, back and forth from between Brazil and Europe. Um, My career began in consulting. So very um, business school, then consulting. So very straightforward career. Uh, And then I wanted to enter in technology. So my last, uh, before Dynamo Network, my, my work was in a technology company, a software company for banks. And for that company, uh, I covered Latin America. And at some point, the company uh, that was, was a Swiss company, they, they told me to come to Switzerland. So I stayed there almost uh, a bit more than two years. Uh, that was before 2021. And it was in that, uh, during that, that uh, period that I started to enter into the blockchain space because uh, my software company was trying to do some connections with companies. That would provide uh, cryptocurrencies, so um, and cryptocurrency infrastructure. So that's how I entered in in that. In that space. Oh, amazing! And uh, somehow uh, at the end of 2021, I had to return to Brazil, and I was really uh, eager to enter in the blockchain space. Um, so uh, that's how I, I I ended up here at Dynamo to develop and structure or products related to blockchain. So that's one of my uh, of my uh, roles here in, in Dynamo, it's uh, basically I'm I'm heading products here uh, at the company, but uh, with a focus on all the developments that are related to, to blockchain technology.
0: Amazing, amazing! And then for those who may not be aware, why don't you give us an overview of just what Dynamo Networks is? And obviously, there's a blockchain focus, but you know what else do you guys build? Great. So, so Dynamo's not a
1: new company. We're we're in the market like since my uh, since twenty years, I think, some something like that. Uh, we we provide mostly uh, the financial system, financial institutions, governments, big companies, and we're specialists in uh, digital security. So we do have several solutions of digital security. Uh, they're mainly based on a technology that is called hardware security module. Mm. So basically, uh, we have uh, a technology which is a, a cryptographic server. Uh, the... the um, uh, the the objective of this of this technology is of course to keep uh, cryptographic processes secured and cryptographic keys secured as well. So basically, right now it's it's using several use cases mm. all along the mainly the the financial industry. So for instance, um, and, and probably. Many people don't know Dynamo, but uh, here in Brazil, uh, if, if if you're a Brazilian, somehow you interact with some of our solutions. Interesting. So one of the the, the main use case is the PIX use case. So basically, we provide the central bank with this kind of solution, and all the PIX of Brazil is somehow verified in this uh, central infrastructure. So when you do a PIX, it goes at some point into the uh central bank uh, infrastructure and into our solutions maybe I don't know if you know can, in, in, can we maybe maybe talk about yeah. that without maybe getting like super technical on it but maybe just talk
0: about you know how this this hardware security module that you guys use uh like fits into the the, the pix ecosystem like how, how does every yeah. every pix transaction that i send how does that
1: how does this hsm the, the pix system the, the instant payment it goes through uh, the uh, as SPI which is the uh, sistema de Pagos instantâneos here in Brazil basically when you send a pix it goes if it doesn't go directly from your bank A to to the bank B of of uh, of the one you're sending money it, it it goes first through a central system which is uh, the central banks. and uh, so there's a message here that there's always message when when you have a transaction and, and this message needs to be verified, there is a key, so basically the, your bank will have its own PIX key and the central bank will verify that this message is uh, correctly sent with the correct key. And so there's a, what we call a, a digital signature in between. So the digital signature is done within this uh, piece of equipment, which is a, it's, it's, an, it's a hardware, and it's done, uh, of course, in a, in a highly performance uh, uh, a way. You, you need to have a high throu- uh, throughput, what we call. Uh, I think the, the peaks is uh, 150 million now operations per day. In per day? Yeah. Wow. So um, basically, you need to secure that the cryptographic process behind this is well done and you need to do it very fast. Yeah. So. Basically, that's how we, we do it. But but there's several other use cases. So, so for, for instance, here the the driving license, it's already you can already have it uh, digitally in your phone. Behind this, there's a cryptography process as well to uh, to guarantee the authenticity of, of that. Banks use this kind of equipment to generate uh, two-factor authentications. The seeds of the two-factor authentication, it's a cryptographic key that needs to be kept very well. That's one other case. Uh, 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 a very, uh, also a, a very well used case here in Brazil is the digital certificates, which um, you need uh, here. You can you can sign a document electronically in Brazil, which is a, a qualified signature. Okay. And it's uh, it's covered by law, so it 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 entered in the law, and it's the PKI, the the the, the Brazilian PKI that that um um let's say rules this uh it's called icp brazil transfer de chave publica brazil so all the um certification authorities use uh or solutions to generate those digital certificates that are used to sign documents uh all all along brazil that's another one of the uh, another case that 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 we work on interesting we entered so uh like since uh, some some time uh, now in this blockchain space because uh, blockchain of course is cryptography so we were a bit pushed into this world uh, firstly by uh, some of our clients uh, that wanted to protect their cryptography key uh, and how, how, how did we start uh, in this world we started with uh, uh, it was interesting because it was a project for ANAC which is the uh, uh, the national agency for uh, for for um, for for flights for, uh, for airlines, and they needed a distributed ledger for the the flights uh, the the flights uh, registers, mm-hmm. and basically they did a, a project on uh, on hyperledger fabric, and uh, we connected to that project to have the keys of the nodes protected in. Uh, an HSM in a hardware security module. When you have a, a permission blockchain, you have nodes that communicate between one, one between uh, them. And, uh, right. and one of the, 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 the value that we can add is be sure that all these nodes are well connected between them and that the nodes that are participating are really uh, identified to participate there. So we started with that. We started after with another uh, project with uh, B3. For uh, that, that was in Corda, so all, all, also a, a permissioned blockchain, and um, slowly we went to public blockchains. And the main idea was, this kind of um, technology is certified. Okay, it's uh, NIST certified. The NIST. I'm not sure if you know if it's it's the main uh, uh, U.S. organism for all that is related to information security of, uh, of information. Okay. All the standards of cryptography are are done by NIST, and it's really a, a reference right. uh, globally. Uh, so this this certification gives uh, it, it, NIST gives a, a, a certification which which is called FIPS 142, uh, which which gives all the compliance to. To, to the banks and, and the guarantee of the security. Got it, got it. So, but basically when we entered in this blockchain space, we needed to do some um, some modifications to be able to run cryptographic process of the main blockchains into this equipment. And and basically, um, well, the, the ones that, that work with blockchain know very well the hardware wallets, which we can use as a, as a as a person, right, the treasurer or ledger, hyper, uh, and and the concepts when we go to blockchain is a bit the same. Is mm. keeping keys very well protected, right, uh, within a secured perimeter of the HSM, and uh, the idea is never to expose uh, the keys, and and now we can do that with digital asset keys within so it works like a safe
0: basically interesting interesting so it sounds like across all these use cases uh, whether it be uh, for, for document signing whether it be for uh, for picks whether it be you know with these integrations with like with different with with different blockchains and and kind of venturing into this world um, I mean it sounds like you guys are really providing this layer of like really critical infrastructure that's almost like touching like every level of Brazilian society at yeah. that
1: point right like everybody are participating in the main Brazilian projects of of national security. So the Pix so you mentioned the yeah. certificate. You tell the TEDS as well. For the before the Pix, there were the the uh, uh, the SPB, which is Sistema de Pagos Brasileiro, which is TEDS. It's bank sending to another bank. Mm-hmm. That's a direct message. And banks also use this kind of uh, solution to guarantee that their message is well signed with their certificate with their mm-hmm. keys.
0: Got it. Got it. And then, so you're also moving into another area that's that's going to be pretty transformative across the Brazilian financial system, at least, and probably society more generally, uh, which is the Digital Real Direct System. And I mean, you guys are, or Dynamo is a participant in at least one of these consortia, the 16 consortia. Um, and I believe you're, you're providing some technical support to some of the other consortia as well. Um, but we'd love to just get some color on, you know, what is your involvement in the consortium and how what's been your what's been your involvement in kind of this digital way all direct development
1: uh-huh. to date and um we can kind of go from there <laughs> yeah so for the consortium basically what we have here it's a pilots um and several companies are participating into into this uh real life experiments i would say um what we're providing we provide value in what in what i already told you it's always protecting keys. So basically we, we offer a piece of infrastructure for um, the groups where we participate to show that they are complying with one of the main directive of the pilot, which is having the same, at least the same um, uh, cybersecurity um, uh, protection as the, the traditional financial market. That's one of the directive of the, mm-hmm. the central bank. So basically, we enter in two, two aspects for that. The first one is um, helping to secure the keys, the token keys. So the wallets that will be uh, generated uh, within our consortiums. Uh, so here it's protecting the cryptographic keys that uh, will be generated there. Uh, here we were talking about you generate the key within the HSM the HSM protects these keys. All the transactions are done within the HSM, so the mm-hmm. keys are never exposed uh, elsewhere than in the cryptographic environment of the, of the HSM. Uh, so that's one of the aspects is uh, closely related to custody. And the second one is when we talk about uh, permissioned blockchain, the nodes between them, they are authorized to work together so there's a proof of uh, uh, of authority consensus between the nodes in the in the uh, in the drag's pilots. This, this is on the, the Hyperledger Bazoo the platform, they're using. And so what we've done is that we connected Hyperledger Bazo with or HSM, so as the the nodes that are participating to to the drags protect their keys. Within an HSM, and so their keys are used to identify themselves within the within the network. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the validating nodes, they propose new blocks, and for the participating nodes, they all sign the nodes with their keys. And so the idea is that those keys are protected within the HSM. And so basically, we uh, we offer like this uh, uh, somehow a solution. To really uh, guarantee the integrity of the whole network. Got it. Got it. So we are in the in the Tech Ban uh, consortium officially, uh, which is uh, dealt with Baza Banco Baza, uh, which is the bank of Amazonia Banco RB as well, and and other players, and and we're participating also in other consortiums with these solutions and and adding value like this basically with a security purpose.
0: Right. So. So essentially, the the value the value proposition is. I'm just going to re- repeat this back. Just make sure I'm understanding it correctly. But basically, you're you know for all these different actors in the network or in the you know in the whether it be in the within the particular, particular consortium or just the network more broadly, everybody has to have kind of like a unique identifier of some sorts within the network when they're using that they're using to sign off on yep. transactions to 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 execute blocks, and obviously those those keys need to be. Like there's, you know, there, with in cryptography, you obviously have like the public key and you have the private key, right? So your public key is kind of like your digi- unique, unique digital identifier, identifier, signature, whatever you want to call it. And then the private key is basically like, you got to keep that for yourself. And then otherwise, if somebody kind of hijacks that. They can basically, you know, s- start
1: signing transactions on your behalf. And it's the same when we, when we you talk about uh, a person that will do auto custody, you have two, two choices, either going to a software wallet like MetaMask or you you'll go through a hardware wallet uh, device, a hardware wallet solution, which is of course much more secure. The only reason it's more secure is because the key, the private keys, are not exposed to the internet. So they are keep they kept within this uh, this device. And the idea with the HSM is is, is really the same. Uh, it's but it's adapted to an an institutional uh, uh, case. So basically. Mm. You will use the HSM in the center of your custody strategy, either to really protect the keys as a as a safe, and in this in this configuration is really the same as an hardware wallet, but of course with all the components of a FIPS hundred and forty two uh, device, or you will use the HSM to give you access to to the keys. So basically it will keep the components that will allow you to use the keys. So different configuration, but basically we can have a configuration uh, from from a very cold wallet, totally unplugged from the internet, with very uh, with manual processes to secure uh, to guarantee the security of the uh, cryptographic keys. To uh, to the to to, to another range, uh, hotter range. I, I won't say it's a hot wallet, but it's more like a warm wallet because. Uh, you you have more uh, automatic uh, uh configuration there to 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 use the keys and of course here you you take profit of the high throughputs of the of the HSM that can do um, uh, thousands of operations per second got it got it and and yeah like it's interesting that you guys have have
0: really kind of figured out how to do this stuff at scale right where obviously the you know the, the problem of crypto and blockchains for ages has been just like okay how do you get kind of the transaction throughput that you need to, to be able to, you know, guarantee the, tr- the security of all these transactions, but while also being able to process like, you know, millions of these things per second, essentially thousands,
1: millions per second. And so for the Drex, it will be very important because, yeah. uh, well, we suppose that we'll have, uh, we'll have a lot of operations per second. Uh, if you imagine that, uh, any assets of the financial world could enter in Drex, we're talking about a lot of transactions.
0: Yeah, because it, it goes beyond just payments, right? Yeah. If you're if you're already doing 150 million per day just picks, and picks is just you know me buying a coconut from you and you know sending exactly. back four, two three has or, or whatever it might be, obviously that's a huge use case. But if you move into just anything that any asset that can be financialized, like we're talking about with Drex, whether it's uh, you know whether it's like a t- tokenized title to my car or my house or whether it's uh, you know, foreign exchange, or like other you know types of government bonds, or other types of equities, or or, or uh, debt instruments that that get traded, you know, nonstop essentially. Exactly. Uh, that's going to be, you know, kind of another layer on top of uh, of of just just payments, right? So you're going to need you probably going to need to at least at least the same 150 million per day is
1: probably going to be executing through this system. Yeah, we we, we don't know. Maybe at the beginning it will be uh, more complex operations, more expensive operations. So I, I don't think it will be. A much more uh, volume than PIX. Definitely, we'll be the more uh, more value than PIX, That's for sure. Uh, volume. Let's see. We'll have to to deploy and to develop all the use cases, and that's the work of the of the banks that are that will be included in this Trax ecosystem, and that we believe that will uh, develop all yeah. the use case for the population. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's, it's super interesting, and it's 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 just interesting that you guys are. Providing this level of, you know, you've almost gotten to the point where like everybody, is everybody in Brazil uses Pix is interacting with your software in yeah. some capacity, exactly. and it looks like it's going to be that kind of same same setup for for the Drex transactions. Though from what I gather, it doesn't seem like Drex is going to be necessarily something that you know individual retail Brazilian people are going to be using on a day to day basis necessarily. They might use it every like I'm not selling my car
1: every single day, right? I'm, yeah, I might sell it yeah. once every five years, exactly. but, but maybe uh, you know, but if you. Add these to financial services, to investments, to credits, to to, to credit requests, to loans. Uh, yeah, can be uh, that can. Yeah,
0: there'll be a kind of a multiplier effect as more and more assets be, are onboarded under this system, and then this this kind of this super app, uh, you know, wallet that the, the central bank has been talking about building as part of the whole open finance program, which will kind of loop in the, the open finance initiatives, the Pix initiatives, and also the Drex initiatives. Kind of a lot of jargon <laughs> there, but but basically like a super basically like a government sort of man like government not mandated, yeah, necessarily, yeah,
1: yeah. But and at but the like, end of the day, it's uh, it's it's a, a superb future because uh, the idea is to make to make life of people easier, right? And uh, and uh, stimulates uh, new new use case, stimulate inclusion, uh, reduce also costs here. You know, like credit costs are very high. Yeah. Uh, so I think at the end, well, the, the idea is to to serve the population, and that will be that will be uh, something something uh, something that will be very great. Yeah, here in Brazil, and and I think we're we're quite quite showing the world how how it can it could be done. Let's see how this tracks pilot goes. I think there's a there's some challenges yet. Uh, I think the security challenge, the banks will 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 succeed to handle it. With some solutions like HSM, which come from the banking world, which are part of the best practice of the banking world, so that's cool. Uh, but then there's the privacy challenge as well. Yeah, uh, that is not very well solved when you talk about the blockchain. Of course, uh, people could could see the operations, or at least the volume of operations that are there. So, if you're a, a bank, uh, a bank, you you you, you can Quite see what your competitor is doing, yeah. Or within the bank, uh, it's uh, how 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 do you, how do you preserve the privacy of 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 the participants and after of the people that will do this use case? So that's a, still a challenge. Uh, yeah. See how, how how we.
0: Well, this is this is a kind of a core issue. I think a lot of these blockchain consortium projects over the years have run into right where. Yeah, you know, kind of un- Just the idea of it sounds great. It's like, hey, let's all do this just joint network and we'll, you know, it'll be more efficient and more, you know, whatever. And we'll have all the, uh, you know, yeah, whatever it might be. But like at the end of the day, a lot of these people, you know, you're you're in a network with your consortium, you know, with these like direct competitors, essentially. You don't necessarily want your competitors knowing and seeing all your transaction activity. And, you know, just, there, there's just a lot of complexities here. So
1: the, the, there's some small challenges like... Uh... Connecting to the to the to the Drex uh, network, we talk a bit about that, right? Uh, that today, it's, it's but it's quite a, a small technical challenge, right? Like all the banks need to connect to the to the national network for uh, transactions, which is the RSFN. RSFN in right. Brazil. It was a quite a quite a deal because not all the participants had enough bandwidth to connect. Uh, central bank yeah. required two. Uh, two links to the RSFN of at least 10 mega mega, and not all banks have yeah. this. Even I mean, the big banks didn't have that. I mean, can you, can you talk about? I mean, this is this is kind of a point of, I guess, maybe
0: a little bit of confusion for me because I've, I've written about this in my last couple of newsletters. I've seen the reporting on it, but you have, I mean, 10 like a 10 megabyte internet connection isn't. In, I mean, that's like what we had in the 90s, basically, right? For yeah, for like for I mean, like for like at my house a... for like a retail customer,
1: right? But obviously for institutions, there's yeah. kind of a different. Different yeah, setup here, right. right? I'm I'm not very technical, so I, I'm not sure about the, the the quantities there of bytes and, and so on. But uh, the idea is it's a closed network, so uh, normally you 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 don't need a lot of bandwidth because the message that goes there, uh, it's not it's not like the internet. Yeah, you're not sending it, each it's other just, videos, you know, right? It's just yeah. messages, yeah, uh, and cryptographic messages there, right? So you don't need a high but but in terms of costs, as it's a closed network, it's very costly to have a link of 10 megabytes. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, and it and it lasts a long time. So and there's two only two providers that provide this. So that's that's why it caused a bit of confusion at the beginning Got it. in the pilot. of so because some participants were not ready to to have this link, and it lasted a bit of time for them to have it. But for me, it's a minor yeah. challenge. Yeah. Within the the biggest challenge that we have there is that uh, to prove that having this this semi decentralized uh, network we we succeed to do programmability of transactions so DVP cases PVP cases with privacy uh, and respecting the law the Brazilian law which comes above yeah. right so right that that that's the main challenge
0: and then maybe just as the last question to kind of wrap up here um you know the the privacy issue has definitely been something that the central banks even admitted that like hey we just don't have we just don't really have a solution for this right now we're still kind of exploring yeah. some different different possibilities but is that is that something you know is, is, i guess there's maybe kind of two two types of privacy here like there's there's privacy of just protecting the private keys of the of the key holder there's that that level of security but then there's also like protecting like the identity of the the person that's you know
1: the the problem here is that I, the identity i think the security of the keys of the holders that will be de- dealt with the banks yeah. that's why the banks are in the game yeah. because they will let's say they will provide non-custodial wallets to their clients they they will take care of the keys for them so yeah uh, and and we believe they will they will bring the the best practice in securities they will comply with the recommendations of the central bank uh not all the banks comply with them uh, so if you take pix for instance the central bank recommends that every bank has an hsm to send the pix message hmm. so basically we talked about the central infrastructure the bank yeah, the central yeah. bank that uses hsm but every bank that sends a pix message don't necessarily has uh, an hsm to secure its key Oh, interesting. But that's a recommendation of the central bank. So not all comply with the recommendation. Uh, but okay. at least we believe that most of them will comply and will uh, bring at least all their best efforts to provide a secured environment for the custody of those keys. And of course, the banks, uh, their, their main assets is reputation. And and they're the, 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 the best players to allow everyone uh, the, the mass adoption of, of blockchain uh, uh, technology. So, of course, Drex is, is super nice because every bank is looking into blockchain right now. But we know that they are already entering in cryptocurrency markets and tokenization yeah. initiatives. So yeah. They are really looking into blockchain, and uh, so we, we really believe that they will be the vectors of mass adoption for for uh, for blockchain technology. Uh, either for cryptocurrencies for tokenization for yeah. for for dregs and uh, and they will bring the best practice of financial industry into blockchain when we talk about blockchain it's it's a, it's a disruptive world that came really uh, 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 almost against bank right in the beginning and so much more i think uh, concern about about uh, relevance of use case as proving that blockchain is is relevant is is a good use case and not so much into security because mm-hmm. so it costs it costs a lot to have a, a very secure solution. And now that banks are going into that world, that financial tra- the traditional finance is melting with uh, with uh, crypto world. So now we'll have, uh, I think, the the, the the best of both of, of both worlds here. Yeah. Security and uh, best practice, compliance, and all the use cases that you can do with blockchain. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think you're, you know, there's no better place than Brazil where these these worlds are kind of melding together, like you mentioned. Um, I guess one last question here would be, uh, I think you have, with, with 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 Brazil, you really have like a push to, I mean, I really see like Brazil being kind of a leader in, in, in but not in, not in picks, but also on the direct side of things. Um, and just kind of curious as to as i think you, you're you gonna have more com- more countries internationally like kind of copying and like trying to replicate what brazil achieved yeah. here and the same with pigs, huh yeah with PICS, yeah you're already it's having yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah there's a fed now yeah there's this idea is being exported right in different formats and i think you're going to probably see the same that same trend taking place with drex so i'm just kind of curious as from from the dynamo network's perspective uh what do you guys see as like kind of an international strategy like do you guys see you know, potential for for expanding into
1: like new, you know, new for new countries that are looking at yeah. adopting these models. Well, of course, we're looking. Well, mainly we're a Brazilian company here, so 100 percent national technology here. Um, we're looking into several aspects of interna- internationalization, mainly through Latin Latin So we have several clients already uh, in Latin America. And um, we're looking into a bit into alternative markets. So uh, within blockchain space, we're trying some. We have some partners that are already developing in uh, in Dubai in the Emirates. Hmm. And I think that's a path of uh, internationalization. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Well, hey Jean-Michel, really appreciate your time. Uh, thanks for being here today. I know you got to get to a panel here yeah. to speak uh, right now. So. <laughs> we'll let you get going here, but really appreciate your time, and uh, we'll include all include all your links for your contact information in the in the episode here. But really Great. appreciate your time. Thank you. Right. Ciao, ciao.